basically we're studying the divine principle, just the red section. Uh-huh. Uh, but we stop anytime there's a question, and we're doing it in like small groups. Uh-huh. So all the young adults are like acting as facilitators for a small group. Uh-huh. In my experience, the only person that asks questions in my small group is Miki uh, Kamioka. Because she's like super, uh, what's the word? Intellectual. Skeptical. Skeptical. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I really appreciate it because otherwise I would, I, we would just be reading and I would be so bored. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of those kids just don't want to be there reading the DP. Mm, I guess so. Some of them are, some of them do, though. Some of them, like, especially like the Benito kids. Like, Koei and Raja. Actually, Raja's not technically supposed to go because he's in middle school, but anyway. Yeah, like, there was, like, one time, like, we were still setting up, right? We were still setting up for uh, Sunday school, and, like, ten kids just pulled up and they're like, Hey, so there's Sunday school today, right? And I was like, yeah, but you're supposed to be in service right now. And they're like, oh, okay. And they went back downstairs, and, like, literally, like, five minutes later, they were like, okay, they told us to go upstairs. It's, it's nice that, that they, people can ask you for questions mm. and that can finally be in that position where I can possibly be confident enough to answer them questions. Yeah. Because when, when, I, when I'm at workshops and I see people doing DP study and their core staff with them, I'm like, these people are just core staff. It's like, what, what, what gives them the, uh, the, uh, the authority to, to be able to answer these questions? Like, unless they're like, I'm assuming they, they've got to be at least, like, studying the DP every single day. I think the core staff do. They have, like, conditions and stuff they do together as a staff. Cool. Yeah. Maybe they don't study the DP every day, but they, they do at least study. Oh, well, then, I guess, I guess it just makes sense. Yeah. Huh. Now I can actually feel smart. Yeah. Especially when you when you bring in morning devotion, because I I think most of them don't watch morning devotion, so you, you pull out like morning devotion. Hey, you know this morning Doctor Young said, and we're like, hold up. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice when I when I when I can key together pinpointed ideas. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. empty space behind me you can get in then he's like 75 years old dude <laughs> driving a dodge charger mustang must be nice must be nice yeah actually you know i really like this car though as oh. much as i as much as i hate it like in the the 10 to 25 mile per hour zone once you get to the the 50 to 70 zone then it's nice to drive oh 
I just appreciate that I can be able to analyze a bunch of different kinds of makes and models of cars so I can find the most optimal one for the price range. I want something that's reliable over time and fuel efficient. And those two things point to two models. That one. The Honda Civic? No, it's a Toyota Corolla. Oh, shit. And a Honda Civic. Dude, show the f- Oh my- Jesus. That, that wasn't even me, to be honest. He slammed the brake. Like, I can't- <laughs> I can't stop that. <laughs> this happened to me twice on the, on our on our road trip. Yeah. But we're going, like... Like... <sighs> Hello? No, uh, we're driving to Stockton right now. You are? No, you were gonna come pick, come back home to pick up Dad, right? So you can take him to the chiropractor? said you want me to reschedule it for later and I was like well we're already gonna go tomorrow we might as well go I didn't realize it was gonna he was gonna be in Hayward oh but I guess you could just see him a second time if the conversation goes well then we can go for a second date yeah hmm that's something I need to work on giving the full story mm, I see yeah No, no problem. What was I talking about? Uh, shit. We're talking about cars. The best, the best cars. The, wait, yeah, you were like analyzing all the cars in Toyota Corolla. Toyota Honda Corolla. Civic. Honda Civic. What was I gonna say? About the Toyota Corolla. Honda Civic. Uh, I know that's what I was talking about, but I forget where I was going. said something. Did I? And then I was going to say something afterwards. Gosh, if you like. I can't remember what I said. Nissan Versa actually worth it to buy? It's like, I've only ever seen it, but it looks kind of whack. But obviously, if it looks whack, there must be a real reason why people buy it. Not because it looks good. Uh, I think that's one of the cars Cody Co. disses. Dang, that's heck of tough. Why, why is that? Well, I would, I would personally, I would diss it too. I think
something because of the shape? Or? It, it, in general, it kind of looks unattractive. But okay. Then, but then again, it also kind of just looks like a Prius. See, that that's what makes me think that it must be a pretty fuel-efficient car if people actually buy it and it looks like that. You know what I'm saying? Look, but what do people care about how the car looks if, if it's if it's fuel efficient though that's like, what i'm saying like how how do you how can you judge a car by what it looks like because it's like oh yeah that car doesn't look nice what does that mean it's like oh yeah i don't like that car because of how it's shaped what do you know anything about cars it's not like a car is like a person it's like, oh yeah I, I just i just don't want to buy it because i don't like its shape you know like how it looks That's totally fine with a person. You can say that, but like, well, yeah. so what? How is that fine for a person? It's like if you don't want to like date or marry someone because of the shape, then it's like how they're shaped, like their physical body. Uh-huh. You can totally just like. That's exactly the same as if it's for a car, then, because that means that the person doesn't matter. It's just what you think about the person. Exactly. So the argument, the point is, you. It shouldn't matter. What? Now this is the big thing that gets caught up with everyone in society. It shouldn't matter what what it looks like. It's about how what what it can do for you. Mm. So people get caught up with how it looks, and they just don't accept it. This is what you explain. I think I don't know if it was you or if it was me. But when I was when I when I was on my rant talking about electric skateboards, I was talking about there's this board over here mm-hmm. that has its pros and cons. And then there's this board over here that has better stats, but it looks ugly. Uh, and you're, you're like, but but it's it's better, so it shouldn't matter what it looks like as long as it brings the same thing, because then it's not going to matter if it looks ugly, because it's still a good choice. Yeah. And I was like, that's true, because that also is a compelling argument about hub versus belt, because I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. It's just been a long time. Same with speed. But just knowing that five years ago I was dissatisfied with 25, 25 miles an hour, it'll probably be the same, if not more, uh, with me now. So I, speed definitely doesn't change, but I think hub versus belt, I wouldn't be able to appreciate as much. Mm. Unless it's just conceptual. So when it comes to cars and people, it's like, yeah, I don't... My concept is I don't think I'll like it, but I actually don't know and have any proof. I see. Because like, you haven't tried it yet. Because I haven't tried it yet. And that's like that's like my, my biggest belief system that I have. It's like if I haven't tried it yet, I can't say that it's bad without sounding stupid. Because mm-hmm. people can say, oh yeah, I just don't want to try it just because and sound stupid and be fine with that. Mm-hmm. While other in other cases it's like, well, if there's a reason why you don't want to try something, that's fine. But if you if you're if you're a child in childish enough to say that I don't want to try it just because then that's not a good reason mm. so there should always be a reason or you should be open, open to trying it like a Prius I was like when I looked at the Prius I was like that thing looks very small like I just mm. don't like the shape and when I drove the Prius I was like this is actually kind of homey like this is mm. kind of this is like a cute car mm. when I was driving and I was like this is kind of this is kind of nice I could totally rock this mm-hmm. if this was my car Right. But still, it just didn't sit right with me. Mm-hmm. That my personality was driving a Prius. <laughs> that's that's why? That's why. That's it's, it? I think so. 
I think it's it's because of that that the world is so messed up now is because of concepts. You're like, mm. oh, men are supposed to be this way. Women mm. are supposed to act right. this way. Men aren't supposed to show their emotions. But in actuality, we're all kind of the same. We have the same capability to express certain emotions. Mm. It's just that the expectation is more lenient towards certain genders. Right, right. So it doesn't actually matter whether or not your personality is driving a Porsche, a minivan, or a Prius. Because it's about what society brands it as. Mm-hmm. Versus just it as a thing is like, oh yeah, this this is a car that helps you get from place to place. Mm-hmm. But you think that is wrong because based on your exciting, wildest personality that you wouldn't belong in a Prius because generally speaking, Prius drivers is not what you look like as a person. So this is just you you explaining your concepts, right? Yeah. Uh, hold on. Well, in actuality, it shouldn't matter. But for some reason, we let it matter because of how society expects mm-hmm. us to think. Or about how we think because of the way society wants us to think. Mm. It's like, oh yeah, I think I should get this because I'm either a college student or because I'm broke, because I'm rich, or because I need it for traveling, or it's because it's most convenient to me. And for me, I feel like, oh yeah, I can totally rock this Toyota Corolla over here, this black one. Really? Yeah. Because I'm in that demographic where I'm, I'm a broke college student, and that is the classic broke college student car. The Toyota Corolla? The Toyota Corolla. Mm. Or if I had a little bit more money, maybe I could purchase a more recent Toyota Corolla. And then I would just look like a normal person. Well, why would you want to be a normal person? Normal, not as in like, oh yeah, he's just a normal guy. But normal as in like, no one bats an eye towards this person. But why would would you want to be that kind of person? Well, if you're a high class person that drives like this kind of most recent Toyota Camry. Uh Or like that, this demographic, the like the concept of, of people driving like a Chevrolet Camaro yeah, is, yeah. is like very niche, you know? It's like, oh yeah, we all know that kind of driver. Mm. Versus if you just look at some like 2015, 2020 Toyota Camry, it's like, oh yeah, it's just, a, it's just nothing special about that. It's just a guy who owns a car. Mm-hmm. But if it's a, if it's a specific shape, you got to think like, oh, what's the reason? It's because she's a mom. She has kids. She needs the extra space. Mm. But most people's first car choice is cheap cheap can usually just get a sedan uh, especially a Ford Fusion no one bats an eye towards a Ford Fusion right right unless you're an old white guy then you're like oh yeah that's definitely my type of car like Porsches it's a rich rich thing. It's rich parents is what a Porsche is or like a truck it takes a very specific driver I don't think I'm the type of person to drive a truck really I think Jerry could definitely rock a truck. I, I really want a Cybertruck. The, the the fully electric Tesla truck. Man, that thing looks so spicy. Mm. Especially because it only comes in one color, which is stainless steel. Mm. But you can just pay money and paint it yourself. Mm. So I was thinking about painting it myself. What color? 
probably like jungle camo because like that thing looks like a military vehicle mm. <laughs> just like painting a jungle camo <laughs> but it's like an electric vehicle I, I feel like that would be so funny I see it's interesting how you think you, you can pair personalities and people to different inanimate objects or animals mm -hmm. or things based off their personality but then also I don't really think like the worst place that you could possibly have said that no 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 no, no. it's it's fine because i've i've realized that after being a driver it's very essential to let the driver know when you need to when you need to pee uh, not when you are going to pee because sometimes uh, that's what i used to do because i thought oh yeah i'm immediately gonna get what i want but the driver's got other plans obviously can you wait 25 minutes do you think you could wait 25 minutes? Well, that's not too far. Maybe. Yeah. I didn't think. <laughs> I didn't think we were so close. Yeah. I could try. Yeah, I could try. I could try. Yeah. I might. I might reach my my second stage where I start sweating. I see. And the one, if if we make it there, then then I'll definitely pull over. Yeah. But yeah, just like this area for whatever reason is like super packed. I, I just don't understand. I think it's just because it's just three lanes maybe but like it's not like 30 million people live in stockton california you know like this is like this this is like a suburban wasteland okay like there's no industrial area around here for like miles uh -huh. it's just where people live uh -huh. and and obviously there's a target right there but now now i want you to to grasp in your mind. Ooh, a Tesla factory. Sheesh! I don't okay. see a single Tesla. Oh, it's because it's a Tesla factory. They don't have to be all driving Teslas. Oh, dang, bro. You know, I kind of figured that he just gave Teslas to his employees, but yeah. I guess that's not how that works. I guess not. You have to be paid a certain amount, and then you reach that, that level where you're like, oh, would you like a Tesla? Or would you like your salary? <laughs> and they're like, I'll take the salary, please. I already have a car. I want you to imagine within any given town, city, mm -hmm. yeah, every given city, the the freeways surrounding that city, mm -hmm. what is the percentage of people living there, mm -hmm. going to somewhere there, visiting, mm -hmm. and just passing through? Because I guarantee you 50% or more are just passing through. Oh, maybe, huh? I guess Stockton is like one of those, yeah, travel hub towns, maybe. Travel hub cities. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense, I guess. So I guarantee you that these drivers probably, I, maybe I can confidently say 60% of these people on this freeway don't even live here. Don't live in Stockton. Excuse me, sir. Just gonna. I see. That is a very satisfying sound. What? Yeah. Gassing it? Yeah, gassing it. Mm, yeah. I think as long as I can gas it in the car, I'm satisfied. Like, for, for, for a very short period of time, I was like, I should get a BMW. <laughs> so you can gas Just it? Just so I can gas it. But it's like, it's not reliable, and it's not fuel efficient, and it's very expensive to fix. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I see. It's just like it's it hits all the wrong spots. Yeah, ex- except for the one part that I that I wanted to hit, which is it can gas. Where it can gas, where it's just like uh it would suck for me to have a car that humbles me that just has a terrible gas, but I could just get like the car that I want, which is a Honda Civic, which has just pretty good gas, just decent gas. You know, it's like I I can't imagine that I could humble myself so much to get a car that just has no gas. But I I would like it. I would appreciate it. So that's why I was thinking maybe I should just get a motorcycle. And I asked my mom, I was like, I was like, do you think I should get a motorcycle? And she was like, I wouldn't recommend it. I was like, well, normally when I ask people questions, I prefer yes or no's. And she's like, I, I, I wouldn't recommend it. It's not safe. So it still wasn't a flat out, don't get a motorcycle, Shojin. But it was, it was just like a, I wouldn't do it. It's very dangerous, very risky. You could potentially die. It's the very thing that a Shojin would want to buy, right? Is that right or no? Potentially. Potentially. <laughs> potentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like whenever I ask people these types of questions and they don't give me a straight up answer, I find it quite frustrating. I, I, I see. It's I, like, I hey, can understand. Can I do this? Oh, I wouldn't do it. That's fucking cool. I appreciate your opinion. That's nice. You wouldn't. I know that. But you're in an authoritative position to where I respect your opinion enough to ask you. If I can do it or not. Not if you would do it. Because you're not the type of person to jump off a cliff. But I'm saying, should I do it? And I feel like a large percent of the time, whenever I'm asking any type of question that applies to a decision that I'm going to make, mm-hmm. people think of their own opinion. And they say, Yo, oh yeah, I would I would do that. But I'm like, should, should I do it? Like, would you think, for me, would it be a good idea? But then it arises to the problem that no one really knows me that well and that they can't really answer much for myself. But they, they give me a good list of options why they would do it or why they wouldn't do it. But it's, it's frustrating why people say they wouldn't do it. Because I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. That's nice. I mean, you don't have to do it. Maybe you won't do it. But I might do it. That's why we ask for forgiveness, not permission. Moral, moral of the story right there. I don't normally do that. Oh, I, I wouldn't do that, actually. It's like, oh. That's cool. What if they tell you, I would rather that you did not do that? Then then I... That's pretty much a no. Okay. You know, it's... It's that's, like... That's the least definitive no, but it's still a no. Yeah. I see. Yeah, it's like if I'm... I, I, I really appreciate people that are straight up. And so when I'm when I'm fundraising and people go up to me, it's like, oh, you can't fundraise here. In my mind, I say, oh, I know that. And then I keep fundraising. <laughs> because I know that if I'm sassy and I respond like that, then they're just going to say, get the hell out. But it's like, okay, well, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I know that I'm not supposed to fundraise here. Maybe it's illegal or unlawful and it's a crime. But if you don't say get out specifically, then I'm going to assume that I can keep fundraising in this restaurant. I see. Because 
they're telling they're telling me with their words, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, asshole! God damn! I wouldn't use those two words in a sentence. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. How dare you use his Lord's name in vain? <laughs> with a curse word. Hey, puppy. Puppy. Dang, I'm so, oh my god! I, uh, uh, yeah. It's like whenever I hear you say, "Gee, damn it!" and I'm like, "Oh, hold on! Now wait a minute!" Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I hear, I hear my my brother from from the bottom floor of my house. He goes, "Ah, damn it!" and I'm like, "What did you say, Shinji?" He's like, "Sorry, sorry." That's so tough. You're like Captain America. What? Language. <laughs> Language. Should make a swear jar. You know, I didn't even realize that in that movie, in that scene specifically, I didn't even realize that he sweared until he pointed it out. I was like, did he really? And I had to rewatch it. Which part of this? Uh, it's like when they're like traveling somewhere, and Steve Rogers is inside like a, like a. What are they called? Actually? Yeah, something like that. It's like a halo jumper or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> do, you, do you remember that? In that movie? Which one? I think it, it was Civil War, but it's like right at the beginning of Civil War uh-huh. where they're, they're going to like drop on this boat and beat the crap out of some guy. Oh, I remember that scene. Yeah. That scene that officially made Captain America a serial killer? Oh, wait. Yeah, I guess he did kill that guy, huh? Not not that guy specifically, the target that he was after, but there's this one scene that shows him, like, from a drone shot view from the side of the boat where he's running and, like... Oh, and he, like, literally beats the crap out of, like, ten people. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's this one scene where, like, he's sprinting at somebody. Yeah. And he knocks someone off the boat at a speed and at an angle in which he hits him and he gets knocked off the boat. But it could very well just... just Insta-kill. Insta-kill this guy. But it's like, people don't bat an eye because it's like, oh, it's a bad guy. And he's the good guy. And it's a superhero movie. And it's a superhero movie. Uh, but if you, if you notice how many... Like, the guy's body count, not sexually, but like, like, like murder. Like, just the guys he's killed. So I think it's really interesting to put into perspective, especially when when we're watching spies in disguise. Uh, it's like the answer was always violence. You know, it's like, oh yeah, I'm the good guy, they're the bad guy. But the bad guys always have family too. And that's why revenge comes into the story. Because it's like, you killed all my men. It's like, oh no, but I'm the good guy, so it's fine. No, 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 no. We can I do this in a non-violent way. We can throw up a giant grenade that shoots out glitter and puts up a giant holographic cat. Nobody die. Nobody has to die, and it has the same effect of throwing a grenade. Except for the fact that it doesn't completely neutralize the enemy, and that they could still possibly kill you after that. That's not the point. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, I know. I think fifty percent of the time a grenade is to to kill people, but the fifty percent of the time is also kind of like a throwing star. But, but from the throwing star's origin, which is thrown as... You know that? You know that You know that a ninja star was meant to be as a distraction, but not actually a murder weapon? 
Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know that. In in the original times of, of ninja of the Japanese or the, the yeah the Japanese, yeah. the nin, ninja were meant for stealth, and what the sh- throwing star was meant for was that you throw it and it glides through the air silently, but it hits something and makes a noise, so people's alert uh, and attention is pointed this way, and yeah, they're yeah, able to make an escape. Because you can't just throw a rock, because they'll be able to hear the rock. Yeah, I see. That makes sense. It's it's so interesting how like the human eye works. Like if you're on guard like that and you hear a sound, like all like your sight is just pinned towards this and you don't pay attention to like the corner of your eye. Yeah, that's true, yeah. It's the tunnel vision. Yeah. Hey, we're only ten minutes away. Twelve. Twelve minutes, but still. The ladder hasn't exploded yet. Incredible. So much harder as a driver. To when you need to be. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Why? Um. Cool. Because I. I don't know. I don't know if this has like a huge effect that it plays into. Like when you need to pee, is it better when you're doing something actively or not? Oh, I see. Because when I'm running and I needed to take a shit, like I had to stop running, or else the movement. Really. Then the movement could stop my blood flow oh, from pushing I see. the poop out. But if I'm like pressing on gas pedals and moving my hands, is that going to help me not want to pee more and distract me? Oh, Break! I or see. is that going to make me want to pee more? Because I'm moving around. Mm. Well, if you... I think part of it is is the thought, like if driving distracts your mind mentally enough that you don't even think about needing to use the bathroom then it's actually helpful. But I think for you, it it probably won't because that's probably the like distracting you from driving rather than driving distracting you from your bladder, if that makes sense. Yeah, so. I, I used to think that when people would say like running water and like Niagara Falls and like rivers yeah. and stuff like that wouldn't really have an effect on me. But it does, right? Until, until, yeah, I'd, I'd be needing to go to the bathroom, uh, and so what I do is I I fill up my water bottle. Oh God! And like, okay, so like, so I I, I kill my water bottle before I pee, just because I want to have extra flow, right? Reverse Why? psychology for the pee pee, right? It's like, oh, you need to you need to go to the bathroom, drink more water, you know? Okay. So I'm. This is probably like the most tense moment of my entire day where I'm like, I need to pee. And instead of getting up from my desk, walking across my room to go to the bathroom, oh God. I drink the rest of my water you fool. and then go to the kitchen, which is like four or five times the distance of the bathroom, which doubles the distance if you go to the kitchen. Why? And then I fill up my water bottle. And this, I swear to you, is gotta be one of the most painful experiences ever. Yeah, I, I can imagine. He's just pouring that water and hearing it go in into the into my bottle. He's just like makes my oh, bladder shit. relax. Sorry buddy. I didn't realize that this was a oh god. I feel like an asshole. No you're okay. This would be a nice feel to go down. 
would be, huh? It's pretty smooth. So not anymore. But I mean, you wouldn't be able to like brake, at least not as efficiently as with a car. Uh, that's what I need to learn how to slide for. You can't slide with a broken hand, though. Well, actually, I can because well, I fell. You, sh you shouldn't. Is I, what because I, I fell on this part of my hand, uh -huh. and my hand didn't act up at all because it's this part of the hand that's injured. And this part of the hand is where the, the pad is. So technically, by in theory, I should be able to put my hand down and practice the, the slide break. Uh -huh. But then also not, because then that puts pressure on my whole hand. And I'm not sure if that's going to have any effect towards my, my hand that's broken. I see. Park, do you want me to stop here? No, no, we're chilling. No, okay. I should be able to make 10 minutes. <laughs> we see the guy and he's like, Hey, stop. <laughs> as soon as we get there, he stops you before you can use the. I think that is like the most frustrating thing for me whenever I arrive at workshops because it's happened dozens of times. Really? Where I'm like, I'm so excited to see my homies but I need to sprint by them. Right, right. I'm like, I'll, I'll hug you later, I need to pee. I just run right by them, you know? <laughs> Incredible. This is like so annoying. People I haven't seen in six months. Why are you guys driving so fast? It's a 30 mile per hour zone and I'm already, I'm, I'm over the speed limit, you guys. You, you don't need to be passing me that fast. of assuming let's put it that way it's like oh the first type is like oh you assume that someone doesn't like you mm -hmm. or that someone is mad at you mm. for a certain reason because you look at them based off the way they they act towards you during this one encounter it's uh, like oh they're pissed at me they don't they don't like me today uh-huh i see whereas in their situation it's just like it's something completely different is going on in their mind and it just so happened that maybe they ignored you that one millisecond and then you automatically jump to the conclusion that they hate you. Oh, I see, I see. That's like, that's like one thing. That's like the most common thing. But then the, like, the second thing is like where you're in a, you're already engaging in a conversation, but like either they were doing something before mm -hmm. or they were trying to do something before you started con con conversing with them. Mm -hmm. And then you go, oh, I'm so sorry for taking up your time. Assuming that your conversation was wrong of you to bring up instead of what they were trying to do, which, which I think it, which I think is a fairly natural thing to do, and quite frankly, possibly just a polite thing to do in general. It's like, oh, I'm am so, sorry for taking up your time if you're doing something else. But sometimes it's like, no, 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 it's it's completely fine. But then other times, it's like, man, why do you want to assume that the conversation we just had was a waste of my time? What if I enjoyed this conversation? What if I, what I was about to do was homework that I was just dreading? <laughs> and you apologized? Why are they throwing? Oh, because they're homeless. And it's not a river. It is a river. That's heck of nasty. Yeah, that's why we... 
life away. The amount of times I'm just like fundraising. <laughs> I'm at like 45 and these dudes are still like. <laughs> I don't understand. Golly, this, this is like rapids on like a, like yeah. a, like a raft, dude. Yeah. I like just see kids throwing trash out the window. Or, or like five-year-olds shoplifting. And I'm like, bro, this is why this is why the fall is a problem. Because we're not educating kids right. We need to show the example. But I guess we can't be perfect, right? Mm. Because if like our kids hide from us when they do something bad, it's also tr- translation translates to the parents because like when the parents do something bad that they don't want to show their kids that they hide it right and mm. the parents see the kids see that and then they copy it mm. right so just like maybe I don't know there's adulting there's there's no there's no like concrete way you know there's no like right right way to do things there's just kind of like the norm which I was talking about mm-hmm. earlier mm-hmm where it's just like you know there's no there's no right way of parenting you know it's like you're gonna break a plate and you're gonna react and maybe you might cuss and then your kids learn from that and I'm not uh, saying that just like standing there and doing nothing is the right way to respond you should just you should yeah. just go but I don't know there's just the way that most people do it and then there's the way that you know, it's like sometimes you forget. It yeah. just slips your mind in, in moments of, of panic where you mm-hmm. just forget the whole dilemma to begin with, which can be good mm-hmm. in in one aspect where you're like, oh, yeah, it's, it's no big deal. And then mm. just like the whole the whole feeling goes away. But then other times it's bad because you loosen your grip. <laughs> <laughs> I see because you you don't think about you it. You don't right? think about it. You calm down. You're yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Shit. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. I would like to get into this lane. Thank you. I appreciate that. I like this color. This blue? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it is a nice color. I always feel like red lights right before the bathroom are like the most painful thing. Really? Because it's like 0. 0.04 miles away, but it's two minutes. I'm like, oh, it's funny. It's, it's no way it takes point two minutes just to get only half a mile. But oh, shit, I need to replace my gas. Replace your gas? I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I need to put my. I gas. need to reswap my batteries real quick. Excuse me, sir. Thank you, sir. Freak. That's okay. We're almost there. There's the Panera. But wait. <laughs> There's the Panera The Pahipoki! The Pahipoki? There's the Panera bread that we were seeking for. Oh my god. Oh jeez. The Panera bread. Oh my god. Oh my god. Whoa, that is a strange looking Chipotle. Look over there. Why is it strange? I just, I've never seen the letters stylized that way. Oh my god, just hurry up. It's, oh my god. Sorry. My hand slipped. Oh, it's okay. Just drive. Esther. Oh my 
Okay. Well, everyone, thank you for listening to that podcast. We'll have it posted soon.